What we do here is go back, 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 back. back. That's all right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Trey J Podcast. We have a special guest today. Before we get into it, as usual, we got your boy, Big Joe. Got your boy, Jesse G. Your boy, J-Hat. And with us tonight, Mr. Mendez2036. Don't ask me where he got that number. (laughs) That may have been his cell number. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But uh, we have Mr. Daniel Mendez joining us tonight. Um, if you guys saw it on social media, we are down Treyway. She unfortunately has gotten hit with the Roni Roan. So we are praying for her and, you know, wishing her nothing but the best and a speedy, speedy recovery. We there got a lot is. to talk. You know, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. There she is. Hey, hey, saying hey. She's still with us in spirit. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I will say this: we we have a lot to talk about. We're gonna do a little catch up first with uh with Daniel, and then we'll get into, you know, a military veteran's perspective on the events from last week. I thought it would be pretty interesting to kind of get that perspective. We'll talk about, you know, maybe the impeachment that's that's going down. And uh, we'll, you know, if we got the time, we'll talk about some football and, and our Dallas Cowboys in the NFL playoffs. So, you know, we have uh, big aspirations tonight. So let's see what, uh, let's see what we can do. First things first, Daniel, man. Um, yeah, man. Tell us, tell us about yourself. What are you doing now? What am I doing now? I uh, find myself in Reynosa, Mexico. Some of you guys know that, but uh, yeah, I'm working in one of those maquilas, part of the part of the NAFTA agreement that came into came into play about twenty something years ago. A bunch of plants on the Mexican-U.S. border. And I'm working in a medical device manufacturing facility, regardless of what you hear about me or what people spread. That's what I'm doing. Um, Yeah. Making, (laughs) making medical devices down here. You know, when, when this whole COVID thing hit, I don't know if you, well, I'm sure everybody remembers he brought in a, a alleged like expert team of all these civilian CEOs, uh, big business minds, uh, with them. Well, one of those guys was, was the CEO of, of, of our company, BD. We have plants all over the world. One of them just happens to be here in, in Mexico. When I uh, left the military, uh, going on six years now, five and a half, I wanted to do something international. I had in mind like Germany, I don't know, Japan, Italy, but this, this opportunity came up in Reynosa, Mexico, and nothing came up in Germany, Japan, Italy, or anything like that. So I was like, well, I said international. International it is. Here we go. <laughs> if I need a calling card, it's international. <laughs> Classic. What got you into that uh, line of business, man? So, uh, you know, I just needed to feel good about what I was doing. Uh, it was, was my goal. And, you know, it, I really did want to do something international. But 
I want to feel good about what I was doing. Uh, there was there was an opportunity popped up with with uh, with the soda pop company up there and DFW, uh, Dr Pepper, uh, really cool perks and everything. But I just didn't. Uh, another one with the plumbing co plumbing company up there in Fort Worth. I, I didn't want to be selling sugar water for the rest of my life, and I didn't want to be getting shit under my fingernails either. You know, not knowing. Hey man, so, I, I worked for plumbing companies for a while. It's it's never fun. Nothing yeah. about it is fun. It's all it's all a shitty business. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> shitty, shitty profession. I, you know, I, I I dabbled I dabbled in, in in plumbing for a little while, and that was enough for me to know that yeah, probably not for me, but. Yeah, so I just hey, wanted to. Hey, I want unclogging your own toilet doesn't count as dabbling in plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're you're outside with the hose talking about shitters full, that doesn't mean you dabbled in plumbing. Yeah, uh, I would take a left. I would take a, a hard right on that. Like the story that came up, I won't do that. I won't. I won't make this longer than it needs to be. There's a good one I, I have a Christmas break, but yeah. Anyway, so I wanted to do something that you know, meaningful. And to me, that was, you know, I guess medical devices. There was, there was you know, I, I, there was a, a pacemaker sales. And then this, this, this uh, business is also a, a recycling, metal recycling, which was cool. And I thought, you know, thought highly of that. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to do something that, that uh, to me was, you know, something uh, meaningful. Um, you know, I, I've had a lot of people in my family that have had their lives, an extended family that have had their lives extended uh, by several years, if not decades by with the use of medical devices and i you know i just wanted to be a part of that yeah well you know, you know that that's awesome dude i know uh first thing i, I meant to say i'm sorry i passed it up but thank you for your service first and yes 100 absolutely thank you uh, no, thank you for your support everybody else um that's that's listening or will listen later daniel and i have been friends since kindergarten that's over 34 I'm going to say over 32, 33 years, 33 years man. that we've known each other. So, um, guys, Locking on the playground. that's it, bro. That's <laughs> it. Um, I, I've, we, we've been really good friends, uh, for quite a while. Tell us about your family, bro. Tell me a little about your family. So, you know, again, you know, for, for folks that, uh, Remember me, you know, I, I had my high school sweetheart, Sarah, so we're, we're still kicking uh, down here in McAllen, Texas, yeah. And we had two little boys, half two little boys. Wow, shoot, they're not even little boys. They're pains in the asses now, but... Uh, they're uh, they're <laughs> men they're yeah. they're that are getting the, getting on my damn nerves. One of them's 18, so Jonathan, he's our oldest boy. Uh, he he was born while, you know, while I was still in college there at AM, and then CJ, uh, he's the youngest one, and, and you know, the last he's he's about to be 15 but um uh, he was born over there in alabama when i had when i had just started flight school with the army hey crystal it's crystal ziegler and yeah yeah they're, they're doing good um this whole covid thing for them was pretty transparent because they've been homeschooling anyway for the past yeah. ooh, six almost seven years so yeah yeah everybody's uh, doing good that's good, man. That's good. Um, so I had a question. I got an answer. Uh, you you said there was misinformation about what you were what you were doing. What is the misinformation? <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I'm curious. Man, 
Uh, I heard somewhere that I was playing piano at a whorehouse. I heard that <laughs> one. I heard somewhere that I was uh, 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 part of this under under underworld cartel. I've heard that one. Can you play um, piano? I, I, I'm da- yeah, I'm dabbled in piano. I was gonna say you are musically inclined. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that, but you are musically inclined. Hey, he's so it's also, based. Maybe it's based in truth, man. He, yeah. He's also dance inclined because this guy used to be the mascot. Remember that? Yep. This I, I used man, to jump in and out. The man underneath the hat. I used to love jumping in and out of those. Uh, Jumping in and out of those um, break dancing things in the cafeteria there before they got broke broke up by by Thunderbolt Holt. What was his name? Lightning Bolt or Thunderbolt? <laughs> I just called him Mr. Holt because I, I didn't want to push my luck. Yeah, I just said <laughs> Mr. is is all I said. Yeah, sir. Yeah, I think I think it was the bolt. I think it was the bolt. The bolt Holt. Yeah, <laughs> with the bills. So when I, I remember this, um, I remember senior year. You know, we sat at the table. You know, yep. me, you, uh, Gerald was there. We had Gerardo, Arias, Monsabias, JJ, the crew, basically. TWC was there. And I yeah. remember you came up to the table and you were like, guys, <laughs> I've got it all figured out. I know what we're going to do. I was like, okay, what's, what's this guy about to drop on us? And he says, <laughs> he says guys, we're going to graduate high school. I talked to the recruiter, Mr. Villanueva. Villanueva. Sarge. We're going, Sarge. we're going to the military out of high school. All of us. All of us. <laughs> Camacho signed up. Arias. Arias. Gerardo signed Gerardo. up. Gerardo. Uh, and then... We, we graduated. Yeah, we're, we're going to go off to the buddy system. We're all going to go to boot camp together and, like, training and maybe even go get stationed at our next duty station together to be this forever group of friends that we're never going to, you know, split up. And then and then Daniel pulls the, the swerve on everybody. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to college after this. And then after college, I'm going to the military. <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? Wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, but what about this? We're never going to split up. We're going to be a... <laughs> Go by the wayside. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to A&M, guys. I'll, ca- I'll catch up. I'll catch I'll up. meet y'all there. I'll meet yeah. y'all there. <laughs> Save me a spot. Warm up my seat. So what did, what did you do um, in the military, bro? What, what was your area of expertise? Yeah, so that you know that whole thing with the guys that was that you know that was literally my plan, man. I didn't mean I didn't mean to, uh, and none of none of them got screwed. I didn't screw any of them. I, 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 I did those guys a favor. Well, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I like to ask them and hear, uh, hear what their side is. Yeah, but uh, no, that wasn't my intentions, right? But you know, I was working some things. I had a plan A, plan B, plan C. My plan A was that I was going to the military uh, because that was. For me, that was the, like the easiest, most attainable thing. And if I could, I was going to go to college. That's what popped up. That's what backed me out of the plan A. If both of those two things didn't work, I was going to go off and be a ski bum in Colorado. And this was before, you know, we got legalized. This was just me. I was just going to go be a ski bum in the winter and go teach uh, whitewater rafting in the summer. And that was going to be that was going to be the life of Daniel, you know, until I figured something out. But 
uh, plan B is the one that popped up and I went off to the army after A&M, uh, graduated there as an, as an architect, but I didn't, I didn't, I never did anything with it. I was just me to get, you know, to get the paper. Right. And I, uh, went off as an aviation officer. So I flew Blackhawks for 10 years, 10 and a half years. Um, we heard about, you know, nine 11 and then, so I knew that my time in the military was going to get a little bit more interesting than I had expected back in 1999. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I can, I can, I know some people that might be, you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I knew things were going to get a lot more interesting than I initially thought, but you know, that's what I signed up for. And I went off to a uh, flight school, and that's where we had CJ, like I mentioned earlier. Jonathan was already already with us, you know, uh, when I was at AM, Sarah and I. And we left, we left Alabama, not Greenbow, but you know, I'll say Enterprise, Dothan area, Fort Rucker. Uh, we left we left to Kansas. Kansas uh, for three years. And that's when I when I was in Kansas, that's when I went to Iraq. So I was in Iraq for like 18, 19 months. Well, that's when they were still doing like really, really long deployments and Ah, it was ridiculous, but I was there and like the height of the height of the surge in like 07, 08 and came back, went back to Alabama for some training, went to North Carolina from North Carolina, North Carolina, Fort Bragg, uh, which is one of the Confederate named bases that there's, there's some issues with now, you know, that's where I went off to Afghanistan after, after 12 months, came back, uh, Settled down in Fort Polk, did some training there for two years. Got real close to some family and friends. Joe, you probably remember seeing me more more around town, you know, popping my little ugly ass head around, you know, around GP. Yeah. Around like a, a, a 13, 14 time frame, 2013, 2014 time frame. Well, yeah, I kind of got a little missing, missing what I was seeing. And some other things that were going on, and I was like, you know what? I think it's time to get out. So after 10 and a half years, I got out. Uh, and of course, I've already talked about where I ended up down here in Reynosa. I went straight from from uh, 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 Louisiana, which was an awesome place. To, yeah, all the places I was at were awesome places to live in the U.S. And uh, came down here. And this has been a really cool place to live and work, too. Yeah, I, I will say this. It, it kind of sucked, man, because I enjoyed having you around, you know, local. And then when you guys just up and took off. You know, down south, I was like, man, that, that really sucks. But it's it's been good. We've remained in, in pretty close contact, so I'm happy about that. Um, the the crazy the crazy thing, you know, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't know is like Daniel comes into town. A he comes into town unannounced, and and like he's in town and he's like at. Uh, he was he was at the Cotton Bowl and he, he was you know he was at the fair and I'm like oh you're in town he's like oh yeah I got into town you know Thursday this is like Saturday <laughs> and I'm like oh when do you leave he's like oh I'm leaving tomorrow you want to hang out <laughs> <laughs> would have been nice but would have been nice to hear anything it, with with Daniel whenever he comes into town. We're guaranteed, you know, before he heads out of town, we'll have breakfast together and, and just kind of chop it up. So 
I, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm blessed to, to, to say that we can at least do that. Um, going into like your military time, what would you say was the hardest thing about being away from, from everybody? Hardest thing about being away from everybody was just being away from everybody. Um, obviously, mostly with my family, you know. It, I remember it mostly when I was in Iraq the first time, and maybe it was just because the per- first that was the first time I was you know le- legitimately away for eighteen damn months, and you get you get through a year, twelve months of being away, and you still have six months to go. I mean that was a kick in the gut. It's like whoa, it was, you know, half a year. I still yeah I, I did a year and I still have half a year to go. Um, but I, yeah, I remember you know I would go to sleep at night on this uh, rickety ass bed and I had my pillow from home and the scent of home quickly disappeared after the first few weeks, you know, and it, was, <laughs> it smelled like, you know, sand and dirt and shit. But anyway, uh, we, there we had, we had, we had, we had washers. I washed it, but I remember I would wake up and I would wake up. First of all, I didn't want to be waking up. I wanted to keep on sleeping. Right. And the second, one, I just did not, I mean, I, I, to, to some extent, I didn't want to be there. I mean, it's not, it wasn't that. I mean, I was, I was, I was proud to be there and serve, but it was like that. I hated that. Like not being, I'd get up, I'd, th- I'd think about the kids, Sarah, my family, and I would just like punch my pillow. Fuck, I hate this place. And yeah, that was, that was the hardest part, hardest part, just being away. Um, nothing, nothing in particular, nobody in particular, but you know, I don't want to get all sobby, but yeah, it, it, it was kind of hard to deal with being away from the family, the immediate family, friends, of course, mm-hmm. everything else. And what would you say was probably the best part of that experience? The best part was uh, working in an environment where it's 100% camaraderie. Uh, every you know everybody has each other's back. There's no backstabbing. There's no uh, hidden agendas. There's no you know let me clown on your back to get where I need to be. It's like hey, it's everybody's looking out for everybody. Everybody is is has everybody else's best interest in mind. And we're all fighting together, growing together, living together, and just having the greatest of times as as men. Uh, no, but you know, it was it was uh, men and women. Uh, aviation is men and women, and <laughs> we had we had go ahead, I should say. Uh, yeah, we just had. It was just a, a great camaraderie that you have in that environment. That's unfortunately unmatched by anything else that is out there uh but it's all right yeah it, ca- it carries on when you come back like we we'll get together our group of guys and we'll start chit-chatting and then i immediately turn into the odd man now once it starts into the deployment story <laughs> and, and the military stories i'm just like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Well, I I remember, I remember, (laughs) I remember, Joe, I remember feeling that same way. Remember, we, you know, well, I screwed our other friends over and they, they left, they left to to boot camp and we're doing all this cool shit and we'd cut, they'd come back and we'd come back and we'd get together and they were talking about all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, that's what it was going to be like. Cool. Could have been me. Could have been me. Yeah, Yeah, man. But, but it's, it's like I said, man, it's, it's been a blessing just. A, to have you back, um, you know, and, and, you know, just to see with with the family and stuff like that, like, 
very much a blessing. So, so again, I, we, we can't thank you enough for that. But just as a, a veteran, you know, we'll kind of hop into it now a little more. Um, what, what were your thoughts on what you saw last week with the storming of the Capitol and just the, the picture that was all over the news? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out some words. It was it was nuts, chaotic, unacceptable, unbelievable, uh, embarrassing. What onus do you put on the Capitol Police? Like, were they undermanned? Were they underinformed? Were they ill prepared, or or should they have been more aggressive? What What do you think? How should they have handled that? They They were definitely undermanned, right? You know, I, I've heard, I don't know, I've heard that that was because of the expectations. Uh, they, you know, we've seen, we've seen Trump rise before and the expectation has always, well, was never to ha- see that type of reaction or activity at a Trump rally. I've heard. The other thing I've heard is, 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 is it was regarding their preparation was that, that, you know, they just didn't expect anything like that to happen. The level of force, you know, you know, the, the, the memes are out there, right? And all the, the 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 cliche quotes and stuff are out there in social media on comparing how they reacted to this event versus how they reacted or didn't react um, in the summer's Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter events. Um, I when I was watching it because Sarah and I turned on the t- I, I I was I've been working nights. I woke up in the middle of the day. I was like, hey, turn on the TV. I want to watch what's going on at Cap on Capitol Hill. I knew it was going to be well. I assumed it was going to be uh, a moment to remember and a, something I needed to watch. So I turned on the TV. I was I was at home, and it was a a non. Well, I would say as it, it was a biased news network. I, I think I was watching like MSNBC, but I didn't have it like on Fox or CNN. I had it on one of the other ones, and we were just watching this thing play out. And I had gotten up, left the left the bedroom, and I was watching this play out. All the people, and I, when I seen how many people there were, I was like, "Wow, this is." You know, I I just assumed that hey, the 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 true believers have drawn down. He's you know Biden's won, Kamala's won. This is this should this is kind of this should just be a formality type of rally. <laughs> nothing nothing, right. nothing to do. I was really more focused on what was happening with with the uh, the representatives, senators, congressmen that were going to be given their yays or nays and, and, and objections. That's what I wanted to hear what they had to say and how that was going to play out. But when we, when we see how, how big that crowd was, I was like, wow, that's a lot of people. When we seen them getting close to the Capitol, I said, whoa, that's really close. We kept on hearing about, it. we were watching this live guys. We kept on hearing them talk about the barriers, however many feet, hundreds of feet away from the Capitol. Like, okay, well, we should be fine. I left the I left the bedroom when we, where we were watching this. Came back and to Sarah I was like, "Oh my God!" I looked at the TV and all of a sudden the Capitol building itself grounds are, you know, overwhelmed, swarmed with, you know, the Trump supporters and everybody that was at that rally on the opposite end of the pond. Uh, what is that? What is that pool called? Uh, reflecting pool, I think, or something like that. Well, yeah. So the Washington Monument's on one end, uh, with 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 the Lincoln Memorial behind that, and on the other end is is the Capitol. So they were at the Washington Monument, moved over to the Capitol, and just swarmed it. 
uh, started climbing walls that seemed unnecessary, but they were climbing walls. And then of course got in when I, when I was watching that up to the point that they got in, I, 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 of course we were just in shock and I was scared, really frightened for what was, what was possibly going to happen because I kept on watching people go in with backpacks and duffel bags and God knows what else is like, what is going on here? Why are there people with bags in the Capitol? I don't know if you've ever guys, if, if you guys have ever had the privilege of going to DC, but you just can't do that. You can't hardly walk into, you know, uh, any of the museums with that kind of stuff. You just can't do it. And to see people walking into the Capitol with duffel bags full of God knows what, I've heard there was guys with, you know, makeshift Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. That was tough to watch because I knew, yeah, I knew the potential of what could have been being being that that being the case that we were seeing those types of things going into the Capitol. Right. Uh, you heard, you know, you heard live when they, you know, the pictures that you see of the uh, Secret Service folks that were inside pointing their guns outside and the, through the broken glass. You heard them talking about that. Then they showed pictures later. But I, to get to, I think, to close to your last point, Jesse, was was surprised that only one person got shot at the time. I, w- I was surprised. Uh, I figured they would they would have been a lot more heavy-handed uh, given the, the situation and the place that we're talking about. Uh, the Capitol building of the United States. I mean, we guarded the hell out. We guarded the hell out of some federal buildings throughout the country this past summer. Whether you agree or disagree, I say rightfully so. But um, we guarded the hell out of some of those places, and you know, we should have been prepared to do the same thing at the Capitol to not only protect the, you know, the people that were in there, but just the, uh, the idea of what that building stands for and everything, everything else. There's a lot, a lot of history behind it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, I know I remember going to our eighth grade trip from Adams to D.C. and you couldn't take anything. And that was back in the in the 90s. Yeah. You couldn't take a backpack. You couldn't take anything with you at all. No. no. So. Well, what do you think about the rumors and innuendo now going around that this may have been like an inside job? Like they're, they're saying that you know the Capitol building is kind of like a maze, and you know Pelosi's office and things like that. Everything just they walk right into it with no problems. You know, people that that haven't been there before struggle to to navigate it, and these guys just walked right in and had no problems finding what they were looking for. Uh, help me understand. You know, I've I haven't heard a whole lot about that, Joe. Like. Inside job and like who 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 are we saying was pushing it? Do you know or is it just? Well, they're saying it was someone like the military police, like some of the guys that were off duty. They said there was a, a hmm. unusual amount of off duty military police that showed up that day for that. Well, I, I would I would say that you know, apart aside from this, the point that it seemed a little like they weren't heavy handed enough. Uh, not that I wanted a bloodbath to happen. I, mean, I don't want that to be what, 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 what's understood by what I'm saying, of course. Um, I was just surprised that that was all that happened. Um, thankfully, that's all that, uh, that's all that happened. Nobody should have lost their lives. But um, when I was watching it, I, I do remember thinking, like, hey, this is, this is crazy that they were able to do that. Like, that's not normal. 
which goes in line to what I'm saying is like, hey, what normal would have been was that the Capitol Police and whoever else was involved there in the defense would have, you know, died on their shield trying to protect whatever it was that they they, they had in their mission to protect, which was the, the people in the Capitol. Um, everybody seemed to have somewhat folded. Uh, there, there were people, Capitol Police, letting Trump supporters, rioters, domestic terrorists, whatever we want to call them, I agree with all, taking selfies with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on here? Um, you know, it, it, it was, uh, quite honestly, a possibility, Joe, that to some extent they knew about it maybe, talk, you know, them being the Capitol Police, maybe they knew about knew, knew this was going to happen. Maybe they were, you know, kind of light-handed because they were just trying to somewhat manage the chaos amongst uh, what was going on inside as best as they could considering the circumstances, but I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, they had to have known it was, something was coming because Trump announced it all over, you know, social media, like, you know, January 6th, be there, show up. Yeah, well, he had his rally that day, right? Yeah, well, and that's when I think the internal investigation is going to go a lot towards racial bias. I think it's going to go a lot towards uh, it was a predominantly white club, so were we not afraid of them? Versus, uh, if it was a if it was a Black Lives Matters crowd, would we be more prepared? Would we be more armed? armed. Yeah. Yeah. Would we be yeah. more guarded? I mean, I think that's what the investigation's going to look at a lot, whether it's yeah. right or wrong. But that's the time we live in. That's where it's going to go immediately. Yeah, that, that's a lot of the the you know the talk, the rhetoric, whatever we whatever I've been hearing about is you know was that it? Was it the fact that most of them out there uh, were were white Caucasian, you know, red blooded <laughs> that country Trump supporters, uh, and that's why they got that treatment or or not? Um, I will say because I made it a point that it wasn't all all white folks out there. No, most, it, 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 it was mostly, uh, to be completely fair, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't all white folks out there. Right. And, um, you know, and I was thinking, and I said earlier, right, I was like, I'm surprised that it, it only came to that one life lost. I was trying to make sense of it in my head, in my heart. And to some extent, you know, with a little bit of common sense, this was one day of chaos uh, it's been compared to, you know, w you know, worst chaos we've had in over 200 years, um, going back to the 1800s, 18, what is it, 1820, 1826, they keep on talking about, uh, forget the date that they keep on referencing, but it's been over two centuries that the Capitol building has dealt with that kind of violence. And when we talk about the most recent one, recent, I guess, uproar from the population was this past summer in my mind again this is just me damon is trying to rationalize what the hell we just went through this past wednesday other than gerald's birthday <laughs> uh, which always will happen on that day <laughs> <laughs> thanks gerald um when when i think about it and if i'm wrong slide me down i know that's stupid daniel but here, here's 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 my thought process one day of chaos yeah, it was it was bad. Worst thing we've seen in, in, in a long time, if not 200 years or more. One day of chaos 
I say I say one person got shot, but that's unfair, right? Because it was that, or that's not correct. It, it was one person got shot, but another person got trampled and beat. And there was, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, the other three were some sort of medical emergencies. I don't know if that means stroke, high blood pressure, what. I haven't looked right. into that. You can't yeah. be out there with no hypertension trying to yeah. Yeah. Tell storm if the you have, Like, I wonder if, like, the people who are, like, in the email group are saying, hey, man, if you have hypertension, don't come out. <laughs> Take like this, meds. this is gonna, this double, is gonna be intense, bro. Double up on your meds before we show when, up. <laughs> there was a guy, there was an old gentleman this past summer that got pushed down by some yeah. lies, and that was a big deal. I told my, I told my sister he shouldn't have been out there, and 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 I got attacked by my family. I was like, what do you mean he shouldn't have been out there? I was like, he. Shouldn't have been out there. <laughs> some, of that, some of that is, I, I will agree with you on, on that. Some of that is, is you kind of put yourself in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I don't agree like, hey, they they had the right to knock them down. But like you said, you, they can't knock you down if you're not there. It's like, it's honestly, it's like the same risk you take when you go to a sporting event. If you get right. hit in the head with a hockey puck, you can't sue the team. You right. went to the event. You know what the dangers are ahead of time, and you're you're willing to take the risk. He, he could have been, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, he could have been given his, you know, showing his support, being there in the moment, you know, saying he was a part of it from the sidewalk. He didn't need to be there in front of the the SWAT team. That's my opinion. Uh, but yeah, going back again, sorry, I only had been referencing that one one uh, 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 fatality, but there was actually five and and two really due to the violence. One day, throughout the summer, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know how many days it was. Uh, it wasn't like every day, right? But it was. It was a good, I don't know, 15, 20 days of violence, probably. You know, spread out. Well, there were, you know, and 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 the count is 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 different depending on what news source and what articles you read. But I, I looked it up. You know, there was anywhere between twelve and again, depending on who you who, who you who you read and who you listen to. 12 and 19 to 20 deaths over the summer uh, related to those events. Mm. So I guess in my head, I was like, okay, well, I guess one or two is par for the course when the, 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 the population, the civilization, the, yeah, civilization rises up against whatever they're seeing as, is injustice at the time. Um, so we, I, I, I say all that to say, was it not heavy-handed, considering you know what we've seen? Because the other part was to say, well, you know, nobody got tear gas, nobody got beat up or beat on. I was like, well, there was a lot of tear gassing going on this past Wednesday. I don't know if it, you know, maybe they just didn't show a lot of it. Again, I watched it live. There was a lot of tear gas out there. Yeah. Um, and oh no, there's you know, a I, there's a meme of a lady who got tear gassed. They've they've worked her into the Animaniacs intro. I've seen it. <laughs> Where did she put? I, um, they said, uh. They pushed me down and made me, and it goes right <laughs> in line with the Animaniacs intro. It's pretty great. Yeah, so yeah, bro, I, I agree. Um, let me ask you, bro, what do you think, if anything, got accomplished, or what? What do you think was trying to be accomplished Wednesday, like in, in that in that uprising? What do you, What do you think the overall goal was? Like we know what the goal was last summer, 
You know what I'm saying? There, there was a clear, we are taking to the streets, we are rioting, we are in an uproar because of this social injustice. I mean, it's been hundreds of years. And at that point, it was just like, enough is enough. Uh, what do you think the goal was last week? Like, what was what was the end game for that? There was nothing that they could do to change the the decision of of the people. The people have spoken. Now, if you believe that the election was stolen or not, that's a different subject. But from what what all the the judges that have had the the objections thrown at their feet, they've kind of said the same thing. There's no evidence of voter fraud. What is the what's the end game for what you saw last week? I, you know, first, I think there was there was two trains of thoughts out there, and one of them was that extreme ideology that we seen play out on Wednesday. That that, that was that, you know, some sort of crazy idea that they were going to physically, forcibly change what was going on that day by storming the Capitol. going to work. But again, that's a, that's a very extremist ideology that was going on. That was not what the majority of folks out there were doing. Uh, the majority of folks that were out there just wanted to be part of the movement, a part of the idea that, hey, we think that our guy won, and if he didn't, well, then that's fine, but at least let's see some sort of delay to make sure that that was it. Um, you know, there, there, there was up, upwards of 100,000 people out there last week. Not all, not all 100,000 were up in the Capitol, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, part of it was just to support the president. The other part was yeah unfortunately there was an extreme group of people out there that thought that uh wrongfully so that they were going to be able to change something uh, with bad behavior but, but would you agree that, that trump kind of led that narrative by by kind of pushing well pence needs to do the right thing and then they had the phone call to him like hey you need to find these votes and then he's like well you guys need to show up yeah, he's let he's, he's led kinda, the he's narrative. Not, he's not doing it, but he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah he's led that narrative that the election has been stolen since before a vote before was cast. before before a vote was cast. I mean, you heard it with with the with the, uh, with the uh, Supreme Court justices and why he was pushing for that uh, had everything to do with this uh, and and to the present day. He, he he actually he was in the valley today. I don't know if you guys realize it. You probably yeah, yeah it's all. He was at the He's just on Twitter board. talking about it, but yeah, yeah, he was down here. Uh, I, I told him he can come down, but yeah, it's for <laughs> I, got, I got a room for you. <laughs> come yeah. on, buddy, got a place. Don't, don't fuck anything up, please. Just <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't touch anything. Wear a mask. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> you got plenty of paper towels. Don't worry about that. No, but uh, yeah, he's been pushing that narrative. Where where, where I split off from the pack is. On, on Wednesday, I read the transcript and I, in my eyes and what I read, don't, don't believe that he incited violence. Um, he's pushed the idea that it's, it was an unfair election and he's not the only one, uh, not only the U.S. population, but, you know, a lot of the elected officials, obviously, which is a big part of what I was watch, watch, wanted to watch 
uh, on Wednesday with what was going on inside of the Capitol with our legs. That's what I wanted to watch. We got to Arizona, bro. We got to yeah, Arizona. We got to Arizona. <laughs> Ted, Cruz, Ted Cruz, and that was about it. Was but, um, yeah, uh, the, 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 to me, the idea that he somehow, you know, led those people on to go do that is, is just not there. Uh, and again, there, there, there will be, as Jesse said earlier, there's going to be an investigation and there's like guarantee that, and they're going to determine whether or not that's right or not. But, uh, I've read it. I mean, uh, yeah, he said, go to the Capitol, but you don't think they had an, uh, an, uh, the plan already to go to the Capitol? It wasn't because he said it. I mean, they, they had already had planned to go to the Capitol. That's why they had the barricades there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what do you think about the, the delayed, uh, calling in of the national guard? Yeah, that was horrible. He and and yeah, and I, that's what I, you know, again, I, one of the things I, I, I kept on saying is like, what the hell are people doing in there with bags? Yeah. And where the hell are the backups? Why why aren't these people getting their faces bashed in by nat- <laughs> whether it's the National Guard or the old guard that's, that's just around the corner, you know? <laughs> Those are the Tomb of the Unknown. Um, uh, you heard of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier guys, right? That's the, uh, yeah. the, the, uh, the old guard. Those guys are, was it First, first Infantry Division guys? They're active duty soldiers. I mean, not to get all martial law on them, but I mean, if that if that's what if that well, those are the reinforcements that we immediately have to guard the Capitol, well, then let's do it or, or whatever it takes. But later, they got National Guards. Uh, what was it like? Six, five or six hours later? It was, it was quite a while later. Like he he really hesitated to, to yeah to get that going, and that was you know, one of the biggest questions was like, why? Why are you waiting? Yeah, he. Why are we holding back on? A little bit of a sociopath, right? Hard to get in the mind of an individual like that, but he, he obviously froze a little bit. Uh, maybe him doing that was going to be accepting the fact that his followers were doing something not accept, you know, unacceptable, uh, which you know go, goes in line with his message when he came on and you know called him, you know, we love you, special people, all this we good stuff. Really I mean, understand. Hey, that's we not you know. His 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 message really should have been a little bit more heavy-handed too. It's like, hey, that's not, and in, in, in no way, shape, or form did I say go fuck up the Capitol. I mean, come on, right? And and, and, and that that's not, it, they've never done that, you know. They, they, they've never done that. Well, it was it was way different hearing them talk about when he was going down to the valley to today. Um, you know, he he made sure to to drop it at least two or three times. We don't want violence. We do not want violence. We don't want violence. So <clears throat> the message is way different this go around, but it's a different story. I mean, it's a, it I is, but at the same time, the wall as opposed to. But showing off the wall is something that could incite a lot of people. At the same time, that's that's still a pretty hot button to go out on. If this is the last week of your presidency and you want to tout what you've done which is what most presidents do at the end of their four years. They go show off what they've done in the four years. But going down and showing off a wall that is a hot button, I don't know I don't know if that's a good choice. I don't know if that's a smart move. That's just my thought. Well, plus he knew he was going to the border. He didn't want any of those, any of those problems he does not want. Trust me. I didn't, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know that we had built that much of a wall. It's it's uh it's pretty massive. Yeah. Yeah. From, from what yeah. I saw. There uh, there's some, there's some gaping holes in it. I mean, there's a lot of incomplete parts, you but know our people ain't gonna let all the wall just be you know 
foolproof. We, we got to yeah. do a little something for the Rockets to get. Yeah, holes or no holes, they're gonna they're gonna find a way. Si se puede, bro. That was a big message. So we're not gonna let that one die. Um, would you agree that you know just based on on what we saw, I think um, those actions hurt the cause more than help the cause because a lot of Republicans that were, uh, you know, steadfast by Trump that said, you know, we're going to, we're going to fight for him all the way. As soon as all hell broke loose and they saw what happened, they were like, to hell with that. We're not objecting. Yeah. That, that it did nothing but hurt. Not just, I mean, hell with the cause it, you know, hurt the country, I think. And the image around the world standings, all that good stuff. But yeah, the cause, it definitely hurt that it hurt his, you know, Love him or hate him, most people hate him. But if he had anything good to give the party, the country after his after his exit, uh, well, that that's gone, right? Nobody's going to trust him. Nobody's going to want to have him in their circles. He's not, he's not going to be welcomed, uh, nor is his money or his donors or his followers. You know, that, that's gone. You know, he was talking about running again in twenty twenty four. That's that's gone. Regardless, somebody, of will, so? somebody will always take his money, though. Somebody will always take his money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right. At, well, as a donor, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, Ted Cruz is Ted Cruz is for sale. I can. What do you think about Ted Cruz? <laughs> Ted Cruz. As yeah. far as you know, Trump dogged his wife, dogged his dad, and Ted Cruz is like right there, like, following him like a puppy dog. Man, he dogged dog everybody. Dog. Bro. He dogged everybody. And Ted Cruz is just campaigning for 2024. Ted Cruz is just—he's shit on the future. Yeah, he shit on everybody, and then later called him great people. I mean, it was—he he had, he, like I said, he's, he, I said he's kind of a sociopath. Uh, man, his, his dirty feet all in everybody's couch, just like <laughs> yeah. your couch. Your couch. Keep your socks on in my house, please. Please keep your socks on. Yeah, but. Oh. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the tie of your question. I, I I think it was a it was a horrible event for if there was a cause, if there was a movement. Well, that you know that, that squashed that, and we've seen it in in the Georgia results. I mean, they they uh they won those as well. And yeah, was, now for for everybody at home that's listening, watching, will watch whatever. The next big thing that that came out of all that, you know, while we were going through it was the stimulus checks. Now, I will say, thankfully, we've been blessed that we did get stimulated. I know (laughs) you were stimulated last week, correct? This weekend, you're on mute. You're on mute, brother. (laughs) It's a live show, baby. My bad. This week. You got stimulated this week? I'm trying to get stimulated. I'm trying to get stimulated again. <laughs> Jess, have you have you gotten your, your stimulus? Uh, we did on New Year's Day. It was pretty fortuitous. Wow, 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 wow. that's awesome. And uh, Mendez, I want I want you to show how stimulated Uh-oh. you were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, that six hundred dollars custom made. <laughs> Of a six hundred dollars stimulus, alligator. Three hundred to boot. He's having a hard time keeping them alligators down, baby. Feel like a dream. <laughs> that 
is great, man. That is great. Um, I think, you know, uh, what are you expecting out of this next go round with with uh, with the Dems, man? Do you think we'll see two thousand? Do you think we'll see fourteen hundred? And just kind of tie that into the six hundred that we already got as the two thousand. I think I think they're gonna so shoot. Many... For, I think they're gonna shoot for fourteen hundred. Like yeah, shooting for two thousand. That's gonna be out of the question. Uh, but they're gonna shoot for fourteen hundred. There's a guy out there named uh, Muchin. Mnuchin. Manu- no, it's not Mnuchin. Anyway, Joe. His name I call him Joe. He's out there in Virginia. I call him Joe. I think his name is Manchin. Joe Manchin. Yeah, Joe Manchin. And yeah, because I get him confused with Mnuchin t- too. But he's he's going to be the, the 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 holder of the purse really because he's like the self-proclaimed conservative Democrat, and he's already said no. I'm not do- I'm not giving two thousand dollars when we ain't need to figure figure it out. Okay, I think I think the vaccines. I think he he was mis it was misquoted on that if we're talking about the same guy because there was a guy on the Democratic side that basically said uh, no, but then in context to everything, it was that's not the biggest priority. The biggest priority first is the vaccine, exactly, and that we do need to to work on getting people back into the workforce. But yep. he he said. 2000 was not out of the question, but that wasn't the main priority. He was kind of, he was kind of misquoted on that. So yeah, I think, I think we're talking about the same guy. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and now there's going to be some pressure on now the Republican side to see who, who they can get over, you know, so that, if, you know, that it, it's going to be an interesting next four years, possibly eight, but, um, or I guess two, because we're going to do this whole uh, conversation again in two years, but yeah, I, I think they'll shoot for something somewhat attainable, fourteen hundred. Um, I, I really do think that this this whole thing needs to be targeted. Uh, I, I didn't need those. I, I didn't buy a damn boots with the stimulus. I got them, <laughs> but, but <laughs> I, man, I'm I'm blessed to have not really needed that stimulus. I mean, they gave it to me, and I had somewhere for it to go. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not one of those folks that that were that were really, really dependent on that money. Right. And I wish that there was a way to to better spend the American taxpayer's dollar. Daniel Mendez doesn't need it. Yeah. Um, if Daniel Mendez doesn't need it, Joe Rodriguez needs it. Yeah. We yeah. Can- why, are we, why are we speaking the speaking about each other in the third person? I'm just. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Joe Rodriguez yeah. needs your money. We need your money. <laughs> Man, you joke, but I was, I was telling, I was talking to my dad about this, my brother. You know, I, I really do want to find, you know, I don't know, go through the church or family and friends, like somebody that's having a hard time, um, maybe like somehow getting shafted with unemployment or whatever other benefits are out there. Should I be open to helping somebody out, helping somebody out with it? Not, not only to, because it's, it's, it's a good thing to do, Nah, it's not like don't go don't go out and give any money away because that's what I say to do, but because it's not necessarily the right thing to do. But uh uh I, I think it's like a, a cool gesture considering what where this country is going. Um it's like okay, we wanna run up the deficit uh by trillions and trillions of what our, our 
our kids' debts gonna look like, bro? Do we, I, 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 we should, we should, we should, we should. Do we? We should. <laughs> I'm already uh, trying to get credit cards in my kid's name right now. Man, I, I, I just don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of having over $30 trillion of debt. It's like, I, I just don't like it, man. And no. and that's where we're heading, and I don't want to be a part of it. So I was like, you know what? You know, the money, whatever it is, 1600 2000 600 like, I'll find somebody that actually needs it. It's like, hey, here, the, you know, shit, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't vote for it. I wanted the other side that wasn't, you know, that wasn't really trying to give all, all that kind of money away because because I, I believe that the, you know, what we're doing to the deficit is, is going to hurt us a lot more than what's going on now. Uh, here, take it and, 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 and you know, God bless you. But um, I, I agree with you, bro. It does need to be a little more targeted. Yeah. Uh, especially like, yeah. especially the, with people that are that are lower income. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if there's a way to do it based off of salary. Hell, or, or you know what? It's like, if you're working, why do you need If you're working, I don't know. Why do you? Why do we need more money? You know, why why can't this go to like just hey boost up unemployment or something like that? Because unemployment benefits, although they're they're I mean it's something. It's not what you're used to living off of, right? right. You, you get a, a percentage of your salary, and it's like hey just boost up boost up what's going on over there, so we can get people to you know live in to the normal comfort that they that they are, not uh, not me and my six hundred dollar alligators. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Sometimes you no, just need $600 alligator. I, I just filed my unemployment claim on Monday and uh, I checked this morning and it went through and it has the $300 extra for the first time. And that's huge to us. That's huge to us because yeah. it was way more than we were making. Um, and it's, it's slightly more than I was making at my last job. But uh, if you listen, yeah, I know you listened to the early podcast, I was moving to a new job. And it's less than I would have been making at the new job. So it's in between. So it's a blessing. You know what I mean? Before it was, and when, when unemployment was about to expire, there was so much tension in the house. And it, my wife was wonderful about it, but it was really just me having a lot of tension. Just afraid for the first time that there was going to be zero dollars coming in. For the first time in my entire life, I was providing absolutely nothing. And now it's started back up again and it's great and we're fine. We've got it budgeted, you know, we're going to be good for months and months. And, and we're looking forward to seeing what Biden does because he said on day one, he's introducing legislation to uh, send out the vaccine, get uh, small businesses money and help unemployed people. So he said that's all coming day one. So we'll see what happens next week and we'll see what comes out of it. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of people that that are in way worse situations than than we're in. As a matter of fact, uh, we were watching TV today, and there was a cop that was like, you know, I would go to this diner, and that diner was on the verge of going out of business. He donated his whole stimulus check, you know, to that diner to try to help keep them afloat. And I was like, man, that's that's pretty awesome. I know. Uh, you know, if if you're religious, uh, the church needs it. You know, now more than ever, especially with uh, you know a lot of people not able to go to church. So there there are ways. You know, there are creative ways to to be a blessing to other people, especially if, like you said, we've been blessed through this pandemic. We haven't really skipped a beat. Uh, then 
by all means, yeah, man. Definitely try to help a help a brother out when you can. Um, I guess what we'll do now is we'll kind of transition out of the heavy stuff, and uh, we'll get into some some NFL. Some NFL. Oh, I know you're a you're a you're a Cowboys fan. So yeah. You were quite surprised when you didn't see us playing this past. So did you watch anything this last weekend? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was telling Joe, man, I I watched a hell of playoffs last week, man, and uh, plan on watching them all this coming weekend. I got two hundred dollars on the line. Ask him how many and Cowboys games he watched. How many Cowboys games did you watch? <laughs> a big goose egg. <laughs> A big old man, I ain't watching clowns. <laughs> I, I love the Cowboys. Was, I knew something was up when he was like, "Hey, man, I heard Aitman got hurt." I was like, "No." Nah, <laughs> is Emmett out for the season? Hey, hey, I've done the same thing to family members. Hey, call me back when you get your shit together, man. That's how I got my fam, my cowboy family right now. Y'all just call me back when you get y'all shit together. I ain't, I ain't got time for all that goddamn drama. Let me know yeah, when it's... you get the the wheel back on the bandwagon. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. Hey, hey. I can't. I can't help people that don't want help. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be stimulating everybody now. Yeah, if Jerry ain't willing, hey, if Jerry ain't willing to, to accept the fact that he needs a GM, well then I, hey, I can't help people that don't want to be helped. <laughs> I'm not gonna be buying no Cowboys merchandise or, or hanging out at that badass stadium. None. Of, I ain't been in a Cowboy game. Uh, 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 I, I went there because they they showed the the World Cup game on the big screen. I went there for that. And I went to I went to, I went to a Mexico game, um, you know the, the the Mexican national team was playing Ecuador or something like that. So we went up there up there to watch them. But I haven't been to a Cowboy game. Nah, I'm not doing that for Jerry. I'm not that, doing it. That must have been one of those times you came into town and didn't let me know until you were leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll kind of go into some of the games that that went down, and, and you guys can give me your your. Uh, your initial thoughts on on what you saw and and uh, you know just what the results were. So I will go with the big one first. Um, the first one that we saw was Indian Buffalo with Buffalo pulling that out uh, near the end, twenty seven twenty four. Yeah, I think you and I picked Buffalo to win that, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, like I said, Buffalo's playing, bro. They're playing ball. I mean, I don't. I didn't sit down. I, I think I was working. I was training actually for work, and I didn't get to watch any football this weekend. But you kept me. You kept me abreast of the situation. So, what about you, Jeff? I, I, this is one of those seasons that honestly is like uh, it's. I don't. I don't know. Is it like Willy Wonka? Is it like Labyrinth? What is it? Like everything's upside down. Like the Browns are fucking around with people. <laughs> And and the Bills are a threat. Like the Bills are always a threat in the early in the season, and then they disappear. And now it's the opposite. Now they're good. I don't know, man. I I just I'm kind of sitting back in amazement and just watching everything happen at this point. Nothing is surprising me anymore <laughs> at this point in the season. We ain't lying, Danny. What about you, brother? I mean, the Bill. I, I was surprised to see the Bills in the wild card spot, but 
they're, I guess, one of the top teams in that wild card position or whatever. Because that was a wild card game, right? Well, well, that was Indy. Indy was the wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bills were the two seed behind uh, okay. Kansas City. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess my uh, – because I'm betting on them, Green Bay has to win it for me to get my monies. But <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was really going for all the, the underdogs this weekend. But, yeah, uh, I was going for the Bills in that game in particular. Yeah. I uh, I went Bills. Um, I was surprised. Philip Rivers, man, he still looks like he's got it. He's got the ugliest throwing motion I've ever seen in the quarterback. But the guy, the guy's got hella kids, and he's got hella arm. What is this his third team? Huh? What is this his third team? Uh, yes, he was with the Giants. What they traded, uh, Eli. Eli, Eli, Eli griped and complained. And then he went uh, to the uh, Chargers. The, the Chargers, and then yeah. he's here in, in Indy. And he's he's also like one level away from blowing the next game because he does it every time. He's, he's gonna blow Romo. the next game. He, he's Romo for sure. Yeah, I look at Philip Rivers a lot, like I looked at Tony Romo. He had, right, had a lot of ability. A lot of potential. Can't get over the hump. So, <laughs> and it's not always his fault. Sometimes there's right. there's extenuating extenuating circumstances. You know what I mean? Right, right. absolutely. Um, the next game that uh, we'll touch on was Tampa Bay and the Washington football team. What do you guys think about that? I can't hold down old man Brady. It's like, okay, one of my favorite movies in the last couple of years is Old Man Logan with Hugh Jackman, where he's just like the old Wolverine, just he's just he's not ready to die, and you can't tell him he's ready to die, and that's Tom Brady for me right now. Like you just tell him no, and he's gonna do it. Tom he's Brady Old Man Logan. Cobra Kai. Tom Brady yeah. is Cobra Kai. Cobra <laughs> Kai never dies. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. What about you, Jay Hat? Um, I mean, like I told you on the um the other podcast that I I was watching to see if Washington was gonna upset them. And thankfully they didn't because I, that would have broke my heart to see Tom Brady. He probably would have lost his his shit on the sidelines and made I mean, we would have seen people take shoelaces from him on the sidelines and be like, Look, bro, like let's and let's Tony walk you back. would have been calling the coach a cracker. Yeah. Like yeah, it would have been bad, bro. It would have been bad, but I'm, I'm I'm glad they pulled it off. I'm glad Brady is Brady. Yeah. I can't believe Chase Young was out there, like, after they beat the Giants, he was like, oh, I want to see Tom Brady. I want Tom Brady. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You no, you don't. That. You didn't want that. What about you, Daniel? I was going for the football team, man. Uh, I didn't know who this – what was it, Hineke? Hineke? Heineke, Heineken. You're um, clearly going for them. I didn't. I didn't know him. I just. I was. I, was, I knew the Washington football team with Alex Smith. You know, and then he had his cramp or or strain, whatever part of his leg. So he oh. was out. Man, I watched. I, I watched that game, and like I said, I, I was kind of underdog pushing this year, and uh, I still see Tom Brady as a villain. I, I don't like Tom Brady personally. <laughs> I, I don't agree. think. I don't. He doesn't need any Super Bowls. It crushed my heart when he he got more than Aikman. You know, Heineke oh, kept it competitive, bro. I, I will say that. I was like, who the hell is Heineke? He balled. Yeah, he did, man. He did. 
Like he he really went out there and and played his tail off. So I'll give him credit there, but I didn't think it'd be that close, thirty-one twenty-three. That yeah. kind of worries me because they're playing uh, the Saints next. So oh, yeah, they, it's the old man it, ball. It's it the old man ball. It hasn't even been close this year. The Saints have smeared the Bucks twice, um, but the Saints played the Bears. And they won that one 21 to 9. And the Saints didn't look too impressive. But I was like, when are they going to put Nick Foles in and get Mitch Trubisky out of there? (laughs) Did you learn nothing from Philadelphia? Well, I mean, you brought up, because you brought you just brought up uh, the Bears. And, but what happened to Nick Foles, man? How is the Super Bowl? MVP sitting on the bench in Chicago. Like, what's going on here? He got hurt. He went to the Jags and he got hurt. He played like one game and he got hurt. He didn't even play a whole game. And they they picked him up in Chicago and he played okay and then he stunk it up. And then everybody was like, Trubisky is garbage. He needs to go. The Bears regret signing him. And then Right in the middle of it all, they're like, we're going to Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how bad Nick Foles turned. But Nick Foles has a habit of that's, – that's a, the knack on, on – the knock on Nick Foles is he's good, you know, big dick like the, And then all of a sudden he's can't win a I'll, game. I like the knack on Nick – knack on knock Foles. Uh-huh. Nick, nickety knack knack. Oh, uh, so yeah, the the Saints, I believe, yeah, the Saints have a home game now against Tampa, and uh, Tampa has not looked good against them in their two meetings this year already. So I'm thinking New Orleans most likely wins that game. Uh, the game oh. that that I wanted to see, one of two games that I was really interested in, the Titans and the Ravens. And I really thought the Titans were going to win this game because I have no faith in Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson, he's like a video game, dog. (laughs) He gets into the open field and he turns on freaking, you know, gears that other guys just don't have. I'd I'd love to see him and Tyreek Hill uh, in a foot race. Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl. Exactly. exactly what he looks like. He looks like Michael Vick on Madden. That's what he looks like. Yeah, Michael Vick on The other thing that I kind of noticed from that game is Titans do what Titans do. They do well offseason. They they just pound the rock, and they can't get it done in the postseason. They they all of a sudden don't know how to run the football in the playoffs. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Every team has an identity, and that's that's been theirs. For a long time i mean uh we were at i think thanksgiving and the cowboys were on and my nephew was he doesn't really want to learn football but he was kind of watching it and he said but they're losing real bad and i said well they always do that in the first half that's our identity <laughs> i mean teach him learn teach him early that's that's what cowboys do we're a second half team my grandfather said he did not want to watch the Cowboys in the first half. He would turn it on after halftime. You could do whatever you needed to before then. My kids don't want to watch the Cowboys in any half. 
That's how my kids are. It's like pulling teeth trying to get them to sit down and watch football. No, they won't watch it. And it's not. I was thinking, I was like, man, they, they, but hey, it, it's not their fault. They only know my kid is only 18. He only knows the Cowboys as this horrible football. Like, he knows nothing about what I know about them or we know about them. That's just not it's a That's generational so That's a generational thing. Like, Every Sunday is this boring. <laughs> it's so boring. I don't want to watch this. This is stupid, and you're stupid for watching. <laughs> so, well, you you want to watch something that's going to have a positive ending, and when you watch twenty seasons of a show, and it leaves you fucking pissed off at the end. Twenty five. <laughs> you don't want to watch the show anymore. I get that. I get that. I can't be mad at anybody. Cheering on mediocrity. A quarter century to a team that can't get out of their own way. What a kick in the nuts. <laughs> hey, you can't help somebody who don't want to be helped, Joe. They don't want no help. <laughs> you got Dude. that right. The game that surprised me, well, there was two. One of them I kind of, I, I knew was going was gonna to happen, but the one that I didn't see coming was... Seattle losing to the Rams. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. They always play the Seahawks tough, but damn, I, I just did not see 30 to 20? Yeah. 30 to 20. The Rams with Jared Goff. No, Jared Goff didn't play. It was a backup. No, he didn't play. He played. He played at the end. Yeah, his, he, um, he with the jacked up thumb too. With yeah. the jacked up thumb, yeah. He still. Pete Carroll, he he's just having a hard time up there with them boys. Legion of Boom fell apart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got their defensive coach. You know, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm hoping we can see some of those similar results. We we definitely need to. Uh, draft the talent but but a lot of people say okay well you know not to get too deep into it but like dan quinn got hired as the dc for the cowboys um you see well he had the legion of boom and they were you know so good and cowboys don't have that kind of talent on their roster nobody in the legion of boom was a was a first round pick except for earl thomas the other guys were fifth, sixth, seventh round picks. So it ain't like he was just working with studs. They just drafted well and they hit on some guys in the late rounds. So I'm hoping Quinn can kind of reproduce some of that magic. Is he built uh, off like Diggs? Great. I mean, great Diggs would be a great, great cornerstone for the defense. I agree. We can, we can build on that. Well, he'll have some good draft picks to work with. Well, they could have been better had we not won all those damn games at the end. I mean, we'd be in the top five, not number 10. 10 well, 11, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just stupid. Just I stupid. will tell you, for entertainment value, the end of the last, like, three or four games were highly entertaining. Highly, highly entertaining. Hello, Jen. Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer like, made my heart palpitate. Like, it was... Uh, this is this has been a pretty calm conversation until she came in, like yeah. name calling. I thought there was gonna be more name calling tonight. 
hasn't been any until coming until in right bringing the, bringing the heat. <laughs> Tracy's not here. If Tracy was here, there might be more name calling. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But uh, what what do you think about that hire, man? Do you, do you guys think that's a that was a good hire for us, or do you know about it? Do you care about it? Now, who uh, was the coach of the Atlanta Falcons that gave us the watermelon kick? They, well, they gave everybody <laughs> plays throughout the year, man. I, I agree. But hey, if he was if he was a DC at heart, maybe that was part of it. You know, he just didn't have any business as a head coach. Not everybody's meant to be a head coach. Rod Marinelli. <laughs> One of the greatest defensive, you know, coordinators of all time, won zero games with the Lions as a, as a head coach. One of the most terrifying players in the history of the NFL, Mike Singletary, should not be a head coach. <laughs> when you pull your pants down and Mike. and show your butt and say, "This is what we're doing out there," that's not it. That's an old school way of thinking, man. We got to move on. Mike Singletary <laughs> saying he can't win with his play, can't win with him. Can't win with the intense stare doesn't do the same thing for a whole team full of twenty-year-olds as it does. A lot of guys probably didn't even know who he was. They were just like, "Who's this guy? He's a jerk." Right. So, what about you, Jay? What do you think about that? Um, I mean, anything can be, anything has to be better than this year, bro. Like this year was absolute garbage, hot basura, just straight. Doobie doo, and it has to be better. Um, I mean, hopefully he can he can bring some kind of light to that defense because I just with Sean Lee like not playing the way he used to play. Uh, Van Der Esch was not getting it done. Tank Tank who? I mean, that's you can't we can't even call him Tank no more. His name is not Tank. So that thing's it, gonna fill off the track. He ain't got no wheels. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it can only get better. I'll, I'll say that. I agree. I agree. We we have a lot to build on, but hopefully we can get that done uh, this off season with Mike McCarthy is uh, in charge of the draft. Um, just to go back to the playoffs, the last game of the playoffs, the the one that I called from a mile away, just watching. When, when we gave them the smoke, I was like, they got no chance in hell. And that was the Steelers and the Browns. The Browns Dog. ran. It was 28 nothing in the Dog first quarter. Pound, baby. Browns is the Browns. The Browns <laughs> is the Browns. The Browns is the Browns. It's just a bunch of gray faces over there. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster has put his foot in his mouth. He's going to clap next week, they say. <laughs> <laughs> the other receiver for the Steelers was like, yeah, we lost, but they're about to get clapped next week. <laughs> You'll be watching at home like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Uh, Baker Mayfield balling out. Um, the fact that they've gotten better. My sister says, bro, I didn't get a notification that you guys went live. Whack. That's because you, ah. you don't love me. Uh, they, they, they they canceled your account. That's why. <laughs> you're in Facebook jail. Oh, yeah. uh, the fact that uh, Doodoo Brown. Oh, he's a clown. <laughs> why is everybody always picking on me? The fact that the Browns have gotten better 
with OBJ out surprises me. Yeah. Because yeah. I really I really thought he was gonna add that over the top dimension, you know what I'm saying? Like he's 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 the guy that extends the field and, and he's your big play guy and they they weren't looking too hot. He went down, the Browns kind of gathered together and they've just dominated, man. They've they've done very, very well. So And they still have Baker. I mean Baker is their their number one weapon anyway, so I mean I'm not surprised. I mean, I thought I thought Big Ben and them were going to pull it off, but okay. no, Big Magic's too much. I think I think Big Ben's done, man. I think so. Well, if he don't retire, it's going to be a tragedy because they got to get rid of him. He he's coming off of elbow surgery. He's done. He's old. He's not done. Not as mobile as he used to be. He doesn't have the arm. Oh, despise Baker Mayfield. Oh. Hmm. More heat hmm. for Baker Mayfield? I mean, he's he's obviously not the worst because he's still playing football. Yeah. I, I, but, I, I'd say the, the worst of the two uh, quarterbacks in that game was uh, Ben Raplesberger. No. Oh. 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 Going on. I go all the way back to, to the bathroom in the club. I'm all right. To, I'm not trying to hash up old stuff. All right. Since yeah. so, we, we were asking opinions on the show, I mean, where does she sit with Tom Brady, though? Right. Oh. Give yeah. Tom Brady yeah. all the love because he is the GOAT. He is the absolute <laughs> greatest of all time. I despise him. Like I said, he's the villain to me. See, I, ha- I had Montana as the greatest of all time. And I said, if Brady wins another one, he has no choice but to go above Montana. And he won another one. So I'm like, give the man his credit. I can't hate on him. I can't hate on Deflategate, Spygate, Watergate, Golden Gate. You know what I'm saying? Whatever gate you want to throw at him. I think he's still a winner. I think if he takes it with Tampa, like, I don't know who can argue his greatness. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, of course. Well, that's because she couldn't get her last name legally changed to Aikman. That's when we started finding out what concussions were when Aikman was. (laughs) 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 That's a concussion. Get his ass back on the field. Concussion? What is You mean he's got a headache? He's going to be ready to play, right? He's going to be able to play, right? Give him some Tylenol. Put him back out there. He's fine. Can you imagine if we actually went to Coach Moore and said, hey, uh, we got a concussion. Shut up, Friday Night Lights. Get back on the field. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah, man. So um, that is the NFL playoffs uh, in a nutshell. We, we've covered just about everything that, that I wanted to cover with you. I'll, I'll put you on the spot here. Give me give me a high school story, bud. Give me something that, that you think about from high school that either makes you laugh, makes you sad, makes you smile. Just something from high school that you're like, man, that's something that I will uh, I'll remember for a High school story. That is on the spot. I remember. Besides recruiting everybody to work the door. <laughs> I remember, you know, because I live right across the street, 
you know, uh, I mentioned earlier, we had, we had our friends over there off of Shady Grove in the trailer park. And then we had folks on the South side, but I lived, I lived right across the street for the longest time in, 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 uh, Mill Valley apartments. And I, you know, I, even though I lived right there, I, I would drive, you know, I'd drive to school. Part of the uh, I would, I would drive to school and y'all remember my style, man. It hasn't changed too much, but I've got a little bit more refined. I just wore some stupid stuff. And I remember one day I've got pictures. I've got pictures. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I decided that I was going to go to school in this old Navy. I know. Hey, I only the finest for your boy. I was in this old, <laughs> old, Navy, old Navy get up. That's all I can afford, man. I was, I was drawing what I could afford. But that was oh, the best for me. sweet, man. We yeah, it was those, best for me at the time. A humble beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had this old navy white shirt and I had these heart pants. They were they, they were I mean they were they were pajamas. Like Shawn Michaels heart pants? Yeah. Yeah, but they were they were pajamas. Like you look like up. the heartbreak kid. Heartbreak kid, but they were pajamas. <laughs> That's what I could find. That's what was for sale at the at the old Navy, you know, no, I think I used to go to the urban mall at that time, at that Bro, point in time. That was oh man. Urban mall is so scary. So sketch yeah. now. <laughs> well, I was like, all right, cool. So I put on my heart pants and you know, my white shirt, you know, got to school late, not that late, but late enough to, to, to where I was the only, only uh, SOB in the hallway. And Mr. The Bolt Holt stopped me in my tracks. Hey, hey, you <laughs> with his old shaking signature on a damn ruler pencil having ass. Right <laughs> 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 one of the concussions. Well, hey. How have you know Mr. Holt is a friend of a lot of us here on Facebook? Oh, he's a dear friend. He's a you dear friend. Nice to Mr. Holt. He's yeah. gonna be alerted to the fact that you said that he by somebody. I guarantee. You. I promise you, at his age, he'll still catch you with a face. You might want to check over your shoulder right now. Yeah, Mr. Bolt, the Hulk, Mr. Hulk, Bolt, the Hulk, the Bolt Hulk. He uh, he stopped me. He's like, "Hey, you." Yeah, like I said, I wasn't running. It was Mr. Mr. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't run. He would have made that drill up real quick. He's like, "What the?" He's like, "What the hell you got on?" Heart pants? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> hey, and, and mind you, I had my shirt tucked out. You know, I had it hanging. You know, He's like, no, go home and change. I was like, why? I mean, I wasn't gonna sit there and argue with the man. I was like, why? He's like, no, those are pajamas. You can't be wearing that to school. Like, what? These are pajamas? They're not pajamas. <laughs> they, had, they had the but they had the button in front and everything. Man, they were pajamas. Bro, you had a dick <laughs> over in front, bro. Come on. <laughs> I had it covered. <laughs> but uh no that was just one of the stupid little things that stupid little things that i tried to pull you know i thought it was too cool for school and could do my do my own shit but he mr mr Holt quickly uh regulated like all right fuck it i'll go change oh hater yeah i'll go put on some blue jeans <laughs> at least you live close enough that you could what's hey, up nathan what's up nate how's it going player um hold on crystal has a uh story and i and i remember this as well uh -oh. we'll see if daniel remembers 
Remember the oh. band trip to New Orleans? We were all supposed to get tattoos, and I chickened out. Daniel didn't. He got one on his ankle. Do you Girl, still you have, have that? Tattoo? Wait, you have an ankle tattoo? I, I do. Do you still have that? Of course, you do. Do you have a tree yeah, I, No, I got the ankle tattoo. But does Crystal remember the promise she made me about that ankle tattoo when we got older? If I ever, if I ever lived her credit, oh, she would. Oh man, see this. Ooh. This is fantastic. Does she remember? Daniel has a butterfly with the word Mike Wilson <laughs> on the small of his back. Do you, do you have a date on your ankle that no. corresponds to something? Well, your memory ain't that good, and it should be. <laughs> well, she said she would pay to have it removed. She's like, oh, my God, don't worry. If you ever regret getting it, she was right there. She's like, if you ever regret getting it, I'll pay to have it removed. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> well, she's working on it, so she's working on it. So she's building an empire, man. She is building an empire. She's, been, hey, she's about to get that stimulus. Hell with it. I, I'll use that. <laughs> man, I don't even know you should spend years on something other than boots. Uh, she's like, did you get that tattoo removed? Hell no, I'm gonna cover it up with these boots. Bro, I, I so remember that that band trip, dude. That was a wild. That was a wild band trip. That's a good yeah. band trip. That's when uh, I remember that. That was a band trip, Mr. Denton, right? Yeah, Mr. Denton. Yep. Thought, you know, because I was working at Cabaret at the time, right? <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of stories, but anyway. I was working at cabarets, so we're a lot of other people at high in high school. Y'all, y'all don't just want to say it, but anyway, I ain't gonna. Put me me <laughs> I put you on front street, but you know. Uh, anyway, I was working there, and uh, yeah, I was like a, 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 a like a busboy at first, and then I was a waiter, and then I, I did some bar back stuff when I came back from my first year uh, at NM. But anyway, I was still working there in high school. So some of you guys maybe remember, like on on uh, Fridays, because I would work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So on Friday, you know, on th- Thursday nights, I would work till two, three o'clock in the morning, or be up till two, three o'clock in the morning, and coming in on Fridays for school. You know, sometimes I wouldn't. You know, I'd be in my work clothes, which was you know half half decent. You know, black slacks and a white white dress shirt or whatever. <laughs> if y'all see me dressed up on Fridays, that, that's why. Because I, you know, I, didn't I'm change. not doing it because I'm on the football team. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm just getting off work. Got, yeah. a, got a job to go to. Yeah, yeah got, got glitter on my sleeve and stuff. <laughs> well, the you know one of those rumors that got around was that I was a daggone stripper, and I was. We were on the we were on the riverboat. Chris remembers a riverboat. We're on the river. Well, you remember the riverboat, uh, Gerald? Yeah. We were on the riverboat, and uh, I had this stupid hat. What was that stupid hat that I had? It was it was, it was printed. Uh, it was painted leopard. I got the idea from Vinnie Paul. Vinnie, bro, I have a picture of you in that hat at prom, dog. Yeah, man. I, that hat, zebra zebra stripe looking. It, yeah, it was it was leopard. So so I had a dude airbrush paint it for me, leopard print, because uh, it was a straw cowboy hat. That too. Um, anyone would think, yeah, well, whatever, man. Hey, not, man. A, not a striper, a stripper. Yeah. Okay. Judgy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be judged tonight. I thought we were just going to tell the cool stories. <laughs> <laughs> I we 
<laughs> well, anyway, you know, dancing. Y'all mentioned that. We have nobody was drinking. We were all underage, right? But we were having a good time. A bunch of high school friends out on a riverboat. We were dancing. I got, <laughs> I got a uh, yeah. Mexican, Mexican flavor, please. I don't want to get uh, uh, April Maggard in trouble. She ain't even on social media, but Stop April Maggard. Yeah, April Maggard was on a chair, and I put her on a chair, and I was like giving her a little chair dance, lap dance. Hey, and boy, uh, I'm listening, we had no idea he was gonna say that <laughs> at all. That was there's nothing scripted. It was a close on 100% close on dance, 100%. But you know, we were in in the open, and so much so that Mr. Denton came up to me afterward, pulled me aside, was like, Daniel. I don't know what the hell you got going on in your personal life, dancing or, or tripping or God knows what. Well, you don't need to be doing that here on this trip. I was like, oh, shoot. What the hell is this guy thinking, man? Or what have they told him about me? Shoot. But, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. He yeah. thought you were a stripper. He, yeah, he thought. Was, yeah, that, that was the, the zebra printed one. I don't know what was my deal with, with cowboy, you know, animal print hats. Hey, bro, you look smooth. You look smooth in it. You can pull it off, so... <laughs> the guy's got the guy's got flair to say the least. If you can do like it, him. do it, man. Yeah, I'll bring him back. I um, bro, I just remember just some of the stupid ideas uh, that we had with a stripper with three P's. By the way. My sister didn't have. <laughs> She's making up for it on the back end. Maybe handing out peas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you, so all right. What was your story, Joe? Um, man, I don't know. Like, like I said, we we have so so many just dumb ideas. I, I think the one that I always laugh about man was uh, in high school we would we would all my my parents house was the get together spot because I was the the most sheltered out of out of all of us like my parents were like at least if you're here we know what you're doing we didn't do anything <laughs> like crazy but uh, we were all in my house and somebody had the bright idea to let's all uh dye our hair blonde <laughs> no no training no <laughs> no previous experience it was just like hey we should dye our hair blonde and everyone was like yeah we should we should do that half of it <laughs> this is the so top we, half we just buy boxes of hair dye and sarah god bless sarah the one thing I've learned about Sarah after all these years, uh, especially with, with her being with Daniel, is if Daniel has some outlandish idea in his heart of what he wants to do, Sarah's right there like, okay, okay. So when Daniel's like, hey, we should dye everybody's hair blonde, Sarah was right there with her gloves on like, okay. Let's There's no do. voice of reason, nothing no, like that. No pushback. No, no, hey, maybe we shouldn't, you know. So we buy the boxes of hair dye. Everybody in the crew has pitch black hair. And we just decided we're just going to dye our hair. And we had, we went until it, basically until it burned. And then it was like, okay, it burns. Oh, Let, Let's wash it out. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's when it burns, you should stop. That's yeah. a general rule for life. That's when it you, burns, That's how you stop. know you're doing it right. When it burns, <laughs> it's doing what it needs to do. <laughs> Give it five more. So we're sitting there. We wash everything out. And we have the entire spectrum of yellow to orange to brown to caramel color like it's it's amazing how everybody uses the same product for the same amount of time and nobody gets the same results uh in their hair and i remember we we all had a big laugh about it and we're like oh man i can't wait till tomorrow this was like on a weekend and we we're like we're just tomorrow we're going into school everybody's gonna trip out blah 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 and mine came out kind of like dark brown like you couldn't really see it unless like the sun hit then you could tell it was like a light brown and then it looked copper yeah then it just had this <laughs> rust tint to it and gerardo had like he had his came out pretty light uh but it, it his was real really like an orangish color and I remember we went to school the next day and, and we're sitting at the table getting ready for school. And he walks in and I'm like, man, I was looking at him and I, something was off, but I couldn't <laughs> tell what it was. I was like, what is, what's different about this dude? This dude had shoe polish, pitch black, midnight, Vicente Fernandez, sideburn color black <laughs> hair and it was just he was sweating it was just kind of still dripping down the side of his face like Rudy Giuliani oh. like just losing it worse we we, I, we laughed so hard and we were like what happened he was like Jennifer made me do it I was like, <laughs> from the time you left my house to the time you got home what happened because we finished late He's like, I went to Jennifer's house and she saw it and she made, she made me dye my hair black. Bro, this thing was black. It wasn't even like black. It was black. <laughs> and just kind of dripping down. I was like, that's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Just the stupidity of, of you guys is beyond belief. It was, I remember Senior Walk with you, Joe, or Hong Kong. It was Senior Walk. It was Senior Walk. I had a, a lot of pressure on me to figure out what the hell the song was going to be for Senior Walk. It kind of just... That was the only time I went to the auditorium was for Senior Walk. That That's good. That I means you saw there. none of what I did in high school. At which all. Was great. At <laughs> I, I, seen, I seen a couple, Jesse. I seen a couple. <laughs> I know you were there. I know you were there. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse said he was in show choir. I was like, it was probably more show than choir. <laughs> I mean, show like, 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 what an insult! Like, you, <laughs> you've never heard me sing. You, you can, you can shove off, Joe. I hate you. It's okay. It's okay. It's all out of love. That's what the jocks used to do. We used to bully those people. Yeah, I wasn't that guy. But uh, yeah, man, that's just a, a memory I have. Um, I don't know if you heard, or if you were there, for uh, Gerald's track story. Did were were you privy to that? Daniel yeah. track. He, he ran long distance though. I was more of a long distance guy. But uh, no, I, I remember the, the the shoes. 
the shoes that he begged his dad for and he didn't quite live up to, but he made his dad proud. <laughs> hey, hey, I still got him. Gerald, your dad's a liar. <laughs> I still own the shoes that I never lived up to. <laughs> hey, oh, I still hey. got them. Gerald's a fancy. Yeah, we all had a pair of shoes that we just didn't live up to. I had some too. But I had to, I just had to have these Air Maxes to get me over the hump on my long distance endeavors, and they didn't work either. Man, they didn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> the shoes. It's gotta be the shoes. Yeah, yeah the man. shoes, man. Gerald, Gerald was like, oh, you know, we I couldn't just take shoes out of the community box. Not that's for, bro. That, that's for peasants. No, Daniel knows what I'm talking about, bro. Uh, yeah, we, we went to Mark. Lee. Lee was for peasants. <laughs> <laughs> you were lucky if you had two matching shoes from the community box at least. Uh, now we got cl- now we got class warfare going on here. Oh, just, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, is, boohoo is me in your little in your big old three bedroom home on the south side. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Gerald's over there in Dalworth, and I'm I'm fucking fighting for my life in Mill Valley. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just a short walk across the street to school. I've got a seventh grader inviting to drive me home, and he has his license at Lee. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesse is awesome. He was like the lead in every play. Crocker's fair. I don't know who Crocker is. Uh, she was the theater teacher. She was wonderful. We called her the helmet because her hair the was helmet. literally a helmet. She looked like she had Vader's helmet, but it was amazing. And you respected her like you respect Darth Vader. Like you don't, you don't cross Vader. Like Moranis and Spaceballs. Uh, yeah, but female and more intimidating. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you were, you were in band, and you were the the mascot, right? Who? You. Man, I was a mascot, but I got I got kicked off the team, the cheerleading team. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a story there, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, kinda, but just. <laughs> You said you uttered the the phrase. I got kicked off the cheerleading team. I, well, then you have to ask. It's, I mean, it speaks volumes. Mask the mascot was part of the cheerleading. Or is it, are they a team or are they a squad or a crew? I don't know, man. I wasn't a part of the team very long. I don't know. That's, that's probably why you got kicked off of it. <laughs> no, but uh, man, I just wasn't very. I, I wasn't a very organized kid. So I made the team, but you know, uh, rest in peace. It was only me and Mark Gray that were trying out. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, wasn't a whole lot of competition. It was just me and Mark Gray. I danced oh, wow. better than he, he did. So, so, uh, so I got the spot, and I went to like the, the 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 cheer camp at UNT and everything. You know, that was cool. Learning mascot cheers. I don't know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. I guess we were supposed to like get together that summer and this was before, you know, this was 1999, baby. I, I, you know, I didn't have email. I didn't have a cell phone. You know, there wasn't none of that, you know, like, yeah, somebody had to, you know, we didn't have an answer machine that somebody checked on a regular basis. So somebody at the school called my house said we had practice and I didn't know about it. How the hell was I, was I supposed to know? Zuckerberg wasn't around yet. So we just, you know, we had, you know, WhatsApp to tell people, hey, start groups and stuff, group chats. You know, I wasn't gonna have no cell, you know, cell phone. So, anyways, I missed the boat on the, uh, several practices. They had a rule that if you miss so many, then they're gonna kick you off. So technically, I missed so many, they kicked me off before I even started. 
felt pretty bad about it, really, not because I wasn't able to do the mascot, because we, uh, because of me, my dumbass, unorganized self, we, you know, we didn't have a mascot our senior year, man. It was shitty. That's why we lost. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's why. That's why. There wasn't enough pep in that step. Yeah. We all, gotta, you almost believe your own damn lie there. Hey, bro. <laughs> I, I trumped my way through this. Hey, that's that's your yes. tail. The whole day. That's your hey. tail. I'm going to sit I, on mine. I, we, you mentioned, you know, there was no group text or WhatsApp. Tell everybody what happened in our group text that led us to WhatsApp. Now we ain't even on WhatsApp, y'all. Y'all, y'all don't, uh, y'all aren't down with it. I'm on, my, I'm on with myself in there. Bro, I'll, I'll drop a line from time to time and I get nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll send funny stuff, like classic stuff, like you know, knee slap and stuff, and nobody says nothing. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't have, I can't help people that don't want to be helped. Is this no, so we have this stupid group, you know. Hey, these dudes, these dudes, uh, trying to live back in the in the in the in the two thousand still, you know, doing group texts. I'm like, hey guys, for the nine nine in the two thousand. Yeah, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, why don't we start maybe a group me or a WhatsApp group or I don't know anything but a group text. You mentioned WhatsApp and everybody was like, "What the hell is WhatsApp?" <laughs> no, everybody was like, "No, nah. I'm no, nah, hey, hey, no." Nah, everybody was like, "No, nah, no, my girl won't let me." Jennifer won't let me, she said. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be considered social media. I'm not allowed to have social media. <laughs> anyway, man, I didn't mean to call my boy out like that. That's that's ugly. Bro. He's gonna now he's gonna hear about it. Man. So you're telling everybody you can't have social media now? Now you're letting everybody <laughs> know. We're live. Live. You're you're letting everybody know our business now. Yeah. Now why don't you tell me your business? <laughs> Bro, I, I promise you, I'd get up in the morning to about thirty to forty missed text messages. A hundred. A hundred. And and Daniel's now I got a, I got a data plan, y'all. I got a data plan. <laughs> I got a data plan. I'm on minutes. I got minutes and I got so many free texts and I got nights and weekends. I'm like <laughs> Y'all are fucking up my data plan. <laughs> what are you, 12? Are we, did we go back? Were you not grandfathered into, you know, unlimited everything? everything? You, got, you tell me you got restrictions on your phone? Yeah. So I would get these, yeah, so I would get these messages like, hey, you have, over, you know, you have over exceeded your data usage. <laughs> you know, this thing, this thing is going to be slowing down. I'm like, oh, hell no. So I'll try to tell these guys about the, the WhatsApp, but they're not trying to get with the time. So. So He's you like, just I, gotta. I, I got. I gotta pay to play. This ain't. This ain't no. So you just have to keep like reaching into your collection of AOL CDs for your next <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I ran out. When the dial these clowns. You're insane. Oh, yeah. you're absolutely insane. So, uh, Jay, you have any any questions? Anything, bro? Any stories? Anything before we? Uh, or Jesse before we? Let Mr. I was about to say there's three J's on this show, so there's Mendes, two that aren't you. Who are you talking to? Um, I, I just really want to thank Daniel for his uh, for his service. Uh, that means the world to me. Coming coming from a military family, I know I know the sacrifices that it takes to be in the military, and being a dad on top of that, especially with my dad being in the military, that was. 
<clears throat> it was kind of tough growing up, especially with, you know, your dad being gone, like you say, you know, 19. My dad was old military, so they were gone longer, you know. He'd be on a on a float for God knows when. We wouldn't know where he is or what he's doing, how he's doing, until he just popped back up in the town and came through the door, you know. So <clears throat> I greatly, greatly appreciate your service. I'll no, say that. Uh, absolutely. Right. I, I'll echo the same sentiment. I appreciate everything you've done. I, I have the utmost respect, uh, you know. I've had family that have served as well. I have friends that have served as well. Uh, I thank you so much for everything you've done. And on top of that, you know what? It's it's fantastic to see you again, brother. It's it's fantastic to see your face and see somebody that, you know, I grew up with and I saw when I was in the most vulnerable parts of my life and, and was a friend of mine. It's good to see that smile again. And I, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, brother, it was uh, definitely fun catching up getting to talk to you um you know we we want to do more of these with facebook friends and and people that we went to school with and, and just kind of touch base i know we have um crystal uh mm -hmm. schedule we, we we're we're trying to pencil her in um and Polly, you remember Polly, right yeah i remember oh, or circuit city <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> Circuit City. Uh, we're gonna have Polly on as well, but uh, you know, it was it was fun, man. This was fun just to to do something a little different, try something a little different. Um, we hope everybody that that joined us had fun because I know we did. <laughs> we we've gone twice the time we normally right. go because we've just been having a great time, right. honestly. We we've been having yeah. a very very good conversation. So. Thank you for that, man. I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, you know I love you, brother. And uh, we will definitely uh, touch base after after we get off here. And, and you know, hopefully you'll be back in town soon, and we we can we can hang out. But yes, sir, always. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for having me on. You know, we had talked about it while you know if, if I was available, whatever. Always said I go. So this is a good good timing. Uh, glad we can talk about you know what what happened last week and you know uh, all our opinions. Uh, it's great to be able to talk to you guys and have our own opinions and and still you know be able to walk away as, as great friends and right. come in and out of it the same way. That's that's awesome. Testament to who we are and, and where we've been, where we're going as friends. So that's great. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. And let me ask you this, man. Not to put you on the spot, would you be uh, interested in possibly down the road doing it again? Absolutely, man. These are fun. I was uh, I was wanting to test out my radio voice. I mean, I know you got my face on here too, but it's, it's man, it's you cool. have a hell of a radio voice. You have a hell of a radio. You voice. got the face for radio. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you, got a, you got a radio face. I'm messed up. The old nose. That's all good, bro. But thank you again, man. Everybody on Facebook. Facebook. Thank y'all for watching. Thank you for commenting. Thank that you was absolutely much. incredible. You guys are awesome. We love you. Thanks for the support. And we will see you next week. Mendez 2036 for president. That's what that was all about. What we do here is go back, 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 back.